trilogy. We're going to be calculating car payments on a financial calculator. I've got my Texas Instruments BA2 Plus handy. If yours is near, you'll be calculating your own monthly vehicle payments before this episode is over. So here we go. I'll drive. You ride shotgun. Let's calculate a few car payments. In the previous two episodes, I talked about some tips for buying a new car. Today I want to get into the math of the deal and actually calculate some car payments. So here's an example. You have decided to buy a new car. It's a nice car that you intend to drive for a long time. You shopped around and negotiated the price down to $20,000 out the door by using the strategies we discussed in the last two episodes. You have also saved $7,000 to apply as a down payment on your car. So you are going to finance $13,000 for three years. That's 36 months at a rate of 6.85% compounded monthly. Wow, did you get all that? $13,000 for 36 months at 6.85% compounded monthly. So what is your payment? Well, let's clear our time value of money keys by pressing second and clear work. Now we enter what we know. 36 months, so press 36 and N. Our interest rate is 6.85% per year compounded monthly. So the rate we pay each month is 6.85 divided by 12. That's 0.5708%. I enter that into my interest key. The present value is what we are borrowing today. That's $13,000. So I type $13,000 and press PV. Now we want to pay the entire loan off at the end of 36 months, so the future value should be zero. If you clear to your time value of money keys at the beginning of the problem, then FV is set to zero already. If you're not sure, press zero and FV. Now we are ready to calculate the payment. Press Compute and PMT and we get $400.51 per month. That's your car payment. Have a great day. What? Why are you looking at me? Where's the bumper music? Oh, oh, you don't like that payment? Oh, okay, okay. No problem. What if that's more than we want to spend? How can we get that number down a little bit? When I ask this in class, the first answer I usually get is lengthen the term of the loan. And honestly, that will help a little bit most of the time. Sometimes a lot. On bankrate.com, I see that the five-year or 60-month new car rate is 6.95%. So I'm going to try this out and see what happens to the payment. I'm going to change N from 36 to 60 
and I to 6.95 divided by 12. Now I compute my payment, and look at that. It helps quite a bit in this case. The new payment is $257.11. Now the downside of this approach is that you will be paying for the vehicle for almost twice as long, and you will spend more money on interest. In our original scenario, we would pay $1,969 of interest over three years. With the five-year loan, we would pay $2,426 of interest. Let's reset N to 36 and I to 6.85 divided by 12. You can compute the payment again to make sure it's back to $400.51. Now, what else could we do to reduce our monthly payment? Well, if we could get some sort of promotional interest rate, that would help. What if the car dealer offered us 0.9% financing for three years? What would that do to our payment? Well, I type 0.9 and divide it by 12, then press the interest rate key. Now I press Compute and Payment. The lower interest rate reduced my payment to $366.14. That's not as dramatic as lengthening the term of the loan, but it is an improvement. Hey, I've got one for you. What if they offer you 0.9% financing or $2,000 cash back? Which one would you choose? Well, we know that our payment is $366.14 if we take the 0.9% financing, but what about the cash back? Well, when you choose the cash back, they apply it to the cost of the vehicle, so if we took the $2,000 cash back, we would only have to borrow $11,000. So I'm going to type $11,000 and press present value. Now the bad side of this choice is that my interest rate jumps back up to 6.85. So I type 6.85 divided by 12 and enter that number as my interest rate. Now compute the payment. I come up with $338.89. So in this particular example, we are better off to take the $2,000 cash back instead of the 0.9% interest rate. You really just have to compare the choices each time. If I'd been guessing which one of those options would produce the lower payment, I would have incorrectly guessed the lower interest rate would be better. If the promotional rate was available for a longer term, for example, then the lower interest rate might have been more desirable. But that's the beauty of the financial calculator. You can easily try different scenarios to determine their impact on the payment. So are there any other ways to lower our payments? Sure. One of the less popular ways is to work on lowering the present value. I can think of two ways to do this. One, go home, save more money, and come back another day with a larger down payment. Or two, buy less car. Either one of those strategies will lower the loan amount and reduce your monthly payment. But what about leases? Well. I've never leased a vehicle before, so I went to the Ford Motor Credit website and did some research. A lease is somewhat like an interest-only loan, because you make a monthly payment for a predetermined period of time, 
but you don't accumulate any equity. You aren't actually buying the vehicle. You're renting it for a while. So what does that do to your monthly payment? Well, it generally makes it go down. I did a buy versus lease comparison on a Ford Focus, and here's how it turned out. The model I was looking at cost $14,130, and they had a promotional rate of 0% financing for 36 months. Hey, that's a nice rate. Now, you can run these numbers through your time value keys if you like. N equals 36, I equals 0, present value equals 14130 future value equals zero, and when you compute the payment, you get $392.50. That works, but when you have an interest rate of zero, then there's a shortcut. Just divide the price by the number of payments. Here, that's 14130 divided by 36, and you get the same $392.50. Nice, huh? Okay, what if we lease this same vehicle? Well, the Ford Motor Credit website says we would have to pay $533 down and $258 per month for 36 months. So that's a pretty significant difference. Leasing for $258 per month probably sounds a lot better than buying for $392.50 per month to a lot of people. But here's my problem with this. In three years, at the end of the lease, you have three choices. You can purchase the vehicle, which might involve financing it once again for another three or four or five years, or you can give the vehicle back and purchase or lease a new vehicle. Again, you will be starting over with a new set of payments. Or you can give the vehicle back and walk away, literally, because after making payments for three years, you don't own a vehicle. So this is why I would avoid leasing like the plague. It sentences you to making a car payment for the rest of your life and never actually owning the car. Furthermore, there are limitations on how much mileage you can put on the car and there are add-on fees for wear and tear that you have to pay when the lease is up. I can see why it would be a great deal for the dealership and the finance company. They get to take up permanent residence in your bank account and you have to bring the car back every few years. However, from a consumer point of view, I'd recommend you take a pass on leases. Alright, that's the write-out music, so it's time to call it. I hope that these three shows on buying a car will serve you well the next time you're in the market for a new vehicle. When I was a kid, I never imagined there would be iPods and podcasts, but I thought that not long after the turn of the stulinium, we'd have flying cars, like the Jetsons. Oh well, I guess you have to take the good with the bad. Thanks for tuning in to Stulinium Radio. If you have any questions, requests, or suggestions for future episodes, you can email them to me, stulinium at gmail.com. And check out my website, stulinium.com. Until next time, Jonathan Stewart, Stulinium Radio.